It's the last call podcast with Chris Michaels. I almost did not do a podcast tonight. I was just tired. And how many times can we talk about the same thing over and over again? And it just gets droll and boring. And uh, I just wanted to take a break tonight. But I did a, I made a commitment for four nights a week of brilliant broadcasting, even though... I have significantly dropped in the numbers, but that's okay, because when you utter brilliance, it only magnifies the attraction. I just loved today, because Canada decided to flip the bird to all the Democrats, surprisingly, because we all know that Democrat, uh, that Demo- well, yeah, Democrats and Canadians are nothing but fascists through and through. And this is from oilprice.com. Canada says its oil could replace U.S. imports of Russian crude. All it would need to do is approve the Keystone XL pipeline. My goodness, we shouldn't do that. How evil and dastardly would be... (laughs) I mean, seriously. The Democrats will do anything in their power to get Americans from buying gas. They want Americans to start buying electric cars, and they want Americans to be basically cordoned off into smart cities so that they can track them in real time at all times. So you even had Pete Buttigieg, when he's not breastfeeding his child, he's out there saying that this is an excellent opportunity. If you don't like the prices of gas, you should just buy an electric vehicle like a Tesla. Well, he didn't mention Tesla by name, which basically gave Elon Musk ruffled feathers. Um, So that's the whole angle with all of this. Oh, you don't like the gas prices? Just buy something electric. Buy an electric vehicle. Now, here's the problem with the electric vehicle. All of these ham and eggers out there that think they're doing something positive for the environment by purchasing an electric vehicle, do you know where the electricity comes from? It usually comes from coal, or it comes from a power plant of some sort, and guess how much coal it takes to give one electric vehicle one tank of gas? That's right, about 85 pounds of coal. So, are we really concerned about the environment when they tell you to buy an electric vehicle, or is this more about control of your movements, because if you have an electric vehicle, as Elon Musk from Tesla has pointed out many, many times, with a mere flip of the switch, he is able to give a Tesla vehicle owner exponentially more battery power. Now, how do they get more battery power? Because it's always there, but depending upon the level of Tesla that you purchased, will determine the amount of battery power, which will also determine how far you can drive, uh, without upgrading the vehicle. So it's not that the car isn't efficient when it comes to traveling, it's just that Tesla won't let you use all of the power that the battery has stored because you didn't purchase the -the top-of-the-line Tesla vehicle. That's it. Besides the fact that Teslas explode. But that's beside... That's it. That's all it is. So it is basically nonsense. Now, here's the other part of this. So the Democrats do not want Americans 
to buy gas. And they did everything in their power to shut down the Keystone XL pipeline, which Donald Trump wanted time and again. Remember Donald Trump when he was running for president? If Biden gets elected, you're going to see uh, gallons of gas at seven, eight, nine dollars And he's absolutely right. We are rapidly approaching those levels of Gas prices. And it's just it's just mind-boggling that these mouth-breathing Democrats don't see that. I mean, how stupid do you have to be, these holier-than-thou social justice warriors that think they're doing the right thing for the environment? Meanwhile, to power one of their electric vehicles, it takes 85 pounds of coal. So the other part of this is that you're going to start to see Pete Buttigieg, who, by the way, what is Pete Buttigieg? He is the transport. I think he's the transportation secretary or the infrastructure secretary under Biden. Um, so, what are you going to see? They're going to start to introduce the tax by mile program. So, basically, as for every mile that you drive your car, you're going to be taxed. Now, how are they going to do that? They're going to do that through a five G grid. They're going to track everything you do in real time, at all times. Now, here's the other little nugget of wisdom to all of this. If you do not abide by the mandates of the state, if you don't wear your mask, if you don't get all of your vaccines and boosters, if you dare speak out against anything the state tells you to not be against, then your electric vehicle could be shut off. Then they could track you and say you're a danger to the state, and they will only allow you to travel within five miles of your home. And they can do it. And they can shut off your electric vehicle at any time because they're tracking how far you are away from your home with the 5G tax-by-mile program. That's what they're doing. They're using the environment as an excuse. They're using gas prices as an excuse. But that's ultimately their goal. That is what we're talking about here. And what makes it even worse is that these megalomaniacs, they want a a digital currency. They don't want you to have a cash, a a wad of cash. They don't want you to have a knot full of uh, sawbacks and finbacks in your pocket. They want everything to be done electronically so that they can shut off your funds at any time they want whenever you speak out against the state. And in order to do that, they want people stupider than ever. And this is from the Epic Times. American children losing motivation and creativity, teachers say. Gee, I wonder why. For two years, you had children stay at home. For two years, you had children mask up just to save the elderly, even though they're not around them. It is mind-boggling that these people are so stupid. American children are less creative and less motivated. When teachers compare today's children with their peers, there's a clear difference, according to Paige Park, an Indiana teacher with 24 years of experience. She said that they don't know how to think for themselves. Really? Really? We've only seen that on on pandemic levels all throughout the past two years, all throughout the past six years, with Trump derangement system, Russiagate, uh, Ukraine gate, all of it. 
That's all we've seen for the past six years is a whole bunch of spineless cowards that can't think for themselves, but think they think for themselves because they read certain things or they only watch certain news outlets. They don't watch Fox News. They read the New York Times. And God, the New York Times, they publish everything that's fit to print so they would never lie to me yeah okay i do have a few kids that are really good at problem solving but not as many she also said i've taught most of my career i'm taking high school students who just don't think to ask hey can i borrow a pencil and i have them available where they can just take them and this is the worst part. They talk about games a lot. They never talk about going outside. They talk about staying up late. Their sleep rhythms are awful. I have one that was telling me last week that he doesn't go to bed until 3 a.m. They might be a little more rigid in movement. So what are they turning these poor kids into? They're turning these kids into automatons. They're turning these kids into, basically, slaves with lobotomies that's what's going on here they don't want kids to think they want kids to do what they're told just like many of you did throughout the past two years oh i'm just getting my shot oh i'm just getting my booster oh i'm just wearing a mask oh i'm just wearing two masks don't come within six feet of me don't come over my house i won't go to a restaurant unless it's outside during the spring uh yeah you all did what you were told. Well, not if you listen to me. You have a little bit of brains if you listen to me. But most of the people that you know did what they're told unquestioningly, unflinchingly, and unthinkingly because they aren't brilliant, lovable fuzzballs like you and me. And guess what happened today? Guess what happened today? Digressing like a drunk mental patient, we're now going to go to the Ukraine. And I was right, as usual, when it comes to what I was talking about with the bio labs that they are now finding and admitting to in the Ukraine. Backed up, funded by the NIH and the American government, basically, you can interpret that as saying, Dr. Fauci... Um, supporting all of this, this came out yesterday. China urges the Pentagon to disclose alleged biolabs in Ukraine as soon as possible. FM Spock's Zhao Lijian claimed Tuesday that Beijing believes the laboratories in Ukraine are just the tip of an iceberg and that the U.S. Department of Defense not only controls about 30 labs in the Ukraine, but 336 biological laboratories around the world. You want to talk about a deranged country that transports weapons of mass destruction across the planet, you've got to look no further than Washington, D.C. Not that Washington, D.C. is its own country. Zhao also said that according to the data released by the United States itself, there are 26 laboratories in the Ukraine. He urged all parties concerned to ensure the safety on, of these labs. On Monday, Moscow claimed that the Ukrainian authorities had been destroying pathogens studied at 30 U.S.-financed biolabs in the country. Kiev has denied developing bioweapons. You're right, they have denied it because they have outsourced it, the United States, 
And now they're finally admitting to it. And this comes from none other than fat slob, pig-eyed Nazi Victoria Newland. Despite Miss Newland's religious background, I still consider her a Nazi. She was one of the original architects of overthrowing the Ukraine back in 2014. She is one of the most deranged war criminals out there, and she should be arrested as soon as possible if anyone had the balls to do it. So she was in uh, Washington, D.C. today with the despicable title, The Honorable Victoria Newland. She was, oh God, you had two numbskulls. You had Victoria Newland and little Marco, Senator Marco Rubio, who somehow got on to the special UFO committee, UFO office. So he and Kirsten Gillibrand from upstate New York, they're the ones out there investigating UFOs. Do you feel confident in what they're going to tell you? No, no, you really don't. So, uh, U.S. Defense, uh, no, U.S. Undersecretary of State Victoria Newland told Senator Little Marco during the hearing that the labs do indeed exist. Oh, and must be protected from Russia, which, as Rubio suggested, may stage a biological or chemical false flag and then blame it on the Ukraine. And uh, what we have here, Ukraine has biological research facilities, Miss Newland said, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops and Russian forces may be seeking to gain control of. Why wouldn't they, Miss Newland? Because you put facilities and research biolabs on the border of a country, and those biolabs are generating weapons of mass destruction. Why wouldn't Russia want to be seeking to control those facilities? Oh, I don't know. So we are working with the Ukrainians, Miss Newland said, on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of Russian forces should they approach. Now, if you watch the video of Miss Newland, she looks extremely uncomfortable. Her eyes are blinking faster than a strobe light. She keeps looking around. She's got three or four chins in one part of the video, and it almost looks like someone is going to put a feed bag on her, and she just looks completely beside herself like she doesn't want to be there. And Mr. Rubio, little Marco, decides to lead the witness by saying, I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to reach, to release biological weapons in the country, and with NATO's coordination. Guess what? It's true. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or attack inside of the Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind it? This is absolutely reprehensible, warmongering, war criminal type of speech. Just like we had last week, uh, what's it? the senator from South Carolina, Lindsey Gramnesty, because he always wants amnesty for everybody. And everybody can come into the United States, just give you a citizenship. No problem. They are war criminals. Everything that these people say they're afraid of is something that they are more than likely going to try to do in this case. 
I would think that the Ukrainian Nazis are going to try to create a false flag event, which means they blow something up, they blow something up, the neo-Nazis, and then they blame it on the Russians. And then they say, oh, see, the Russians are using weapons of mass destruction. Meanwhile, it was the neo-Nazis all along that blew it up for whatever reason. Now, there's even a video on social media of a Ukrainian neo-Nazi planting a bag of nitroglycerin, not a bag, but about a gallon's worth of nitroglycerin in a children's playground. If you don't know what nitroglycerin could do, just imagine something going boom as soon as a stiff breeze touches it. That's how sensitive nitroglycerin is. That's what you're dealing with over there in the Ukraine. That's the kind of neo-Nazis that are just just all over the Ukraine. And meanwhile, you got the United States saying, oh, oh my goodness, is there any doubt in your mind that 100% it would be the Russians that would be behind this? And of course, Miss Newland decides to utter out of her jowls, there is no doubt in my mind, Senator. It is a classic Russian technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. No! Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That is a stereotypical NATO, Western, United States style of quote-unquote diplomacy and negotiation. They always accuse the other side of doing what they are in fact doing themselves. Just look, just look at the presidency of Donald Trump. Just look at how the Democrats acted throughout all of it. They are the epitome of hypocrisy. It is nauseating that people like this could even exist why anybody takes these de- deranged individuals seriously is beyond me. And these people, like I say time and again, they must be held accountable for their actions. And we can't just accept, oh, well, that's just the way Washington works. That's just the way politics is. No, that's not the way politics is. That's not the way politics are supposed to be. It's time for a change. It's time for these people to, su- well, they're, they're never going to happen, but it's time to put in people that have a moral compass, that have a sense of right and wrong, that see humanity for what it is, and also upholds the rights of every single human being on this planet. That's what we need. We don't need slobs like Victoria Newland. We don't need dour cows like Hillary Clinton and her god-awful daughter. By the way, do you know uh, Hillary Clinton's daughter has a doctor's office registered to her apartment in New York City? What kind of doctor's office is registered in somebody's apartment? Please tell me that one. I wonder what Ms. Clinton is doing up there. We don't need those kinds of people. In government, we don't need those kinds of people in charge anymore. And it's so riddled with corruption, it's time to start looking the other way. It's time to start creating something new. The old style ain't working. We need to start manifesting a new, truer, just civilization with a higher vibration that a lot of us 
aren't exactly sure how we're going to get to, but we feel as though that's the direction we're going to take it in. That's going to be it for me. This is the Last Call Podcast. Chris Michaels, as always, like me, share me, Last Call Caravan, Twitter, Instagram, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And I appreciate the listens as always.